At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Check your feelings at the door. Check it out. Check it out. This is Am I Reister or Am I Wrong? We're bringing you facts and only the truth now. Am I Reister or Am I Wrong? I'm George Reister. He's Ralph Amson, and this is Reister or Wrong. Today's a doozy. The NFL, they hijacked the NCAA tournament's day. Just like they do everything, dude. Just when you think it's it's baseball time, it's, you know, winter, the hot stove is popping. Nope. NFL news. NCAA tournament starts. Don't worry about it. News. <laughs> big news. Big trades. Everything like that. They tried to hijack the day. Um, huge upset. Maybe the biggest upset of all time in the NCAA tournament. St. Peter's upsets Kentucky. We'll talk about that. And transgender swimmer Leah Thomas competes for Penn, wins the NCAA and in another final right now. Should she be allowed to compete with the women? And we will start with the NFL hijacking the NCAA tournament. Ralph, the the NFL has been doing this masterfully all offseason. Aaron Rodgers. Between Tom Brady dropping news on a random Sunday on Selection Day Sunday. Be like, so people can't even like chill and be like, okay, cool. Let's watch and see the brackets. Nope. Here comes Tom Brady just dropping a tweet. He couldn't wait till Monday. Like, damn, bro. And then you had the Russell Wilson news break prior to that. Him getting traded. Now we find out that Devontae Adams gets traded from the Green Bay Packers to the Raiders. And we're like, hold up. We thought that this was a foregone conclusion. So first thing, Ralph, what do you think about the NFL hijacking days? Because they've already tried to steal Christmas from the NFL. I'm sorry, from the NBA. They just take whatever they want. They are gangsters. Yeah, it makes me feel like uh, Martin Scorsese when he said Marvel's not real cinema. 
Like it's just a, it, you get a little bit of jealousy. Like I just want my time to enjoy Selection Sunday without having to like take forty five minutes to process the idea that Tom is coming back for a twenty third season in in the NFL after a six week retirement. Like uh, you know, you know, one of the biggest upsets of all time takes place last night. And before I'm done, like thinking about that, Devonte Adams is on his way to Oakland to be paired with the, you know, the guy who's had the most sacks in the NFL for the last eight years in Chandler Jones. Meanwhile, Von Miller signs what seems to be the most absurd deal. <laughs> if he actually makes it to the end of it in the history of football. But then you have to think about the fact that like, could Von Miller be one of the first players to get three yeah. Super Bowls in three different cities in and- six years, 120, 50 million guarantees, bro. Ooh. So yeah, it just, it does just kind of, it does just kind of take over. And then you have the Baker Mayfield thing and the Baker Mayfield thing it, because Cleveland sports fans are so passionate, which by the way, it is incredible. Like you, you got to think like Cleveland is probably one of the best sports towns. Definitely one of the most tortured. in terms of, one fans of sports and how much they care in relation to results. Yes. Cause like you and I, you and I like live that Pac-12 life. You definitely more than me, and that like, if you're doing something worth paying attention to, I'll pay attention to you. Would you say that that's that's fair? Yeah, that is that is fair. I mean, and like, but I'm always paying attention to Oregon because they're pretty much always doing something worth paying attention to pretty much always except this year. But if they had like 15 straight years of irrelevance followed by like two years of being okay you might be less excited about yes about Oregon. Well, that that is the Cleveland Browns. <laughs> they were uh, worse than irrelevant for the longest time, but they still always get a place in the national narrative based on how passionate the fan base is. And now the organization is getting ready to chase out the best quarterback they've had since the team packed up and moved to Baltimore. Okay, so so now they've had like, you know, 50 starting quarterbacks since like 2000 when they drafted couch. But the, the, the funny part about this is, is that. Wait, 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 hold on. Before you move on, who is your favorite Cleveland Browns interim quarterback? Seneca Wallace. Seneca Wallace. All right. I would say Derek Anderson before he turned into a QAnon weirdo. So I'm gonna have to go with Kelly Holcomb. Ooh, that was a, that was a name out of the, out of the, uh, name of forgotten NFL quarterback tweet. <laughs> so, but but Cleveland though they are a city that if you just look at their situation, right? If yeah. Baker wants to be traded, I don't blame Baker for wanting to be traded. It it would be like if I came in the house today and said, "All right, Niche, look, I'm going out tonight, and I'm going to try to find your replacement." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm 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 going out with I'm going out with Joy Taylor tonight. And I'm going to see if I can m- m- make this thing work. I'm going out with JLo tonight to see if I can make this thing work, okay? And then right. I I come back home. Hey, listen. Didn't didn't work out, but we still cool though, right? How's that going to work? I, it's one of the most dysfunctional things I've ever seen. And I had, still have Browns fans in my mentions who I was just happy to engage with because they're miserable people. And I, I like to remind them of how they got to the point of this level of misery. But I was like, well, you're not going to get Deshaun. He's leaving. Deshaun Watson is leaving Houston because of the dysfunction that exists within the organization. <laughs> People are like, oh, Deshaun Watson is leaving Houston because of his legal troubles. No, no. His legal troubles came out after he said, I'm never playing another down for this weirdo franchise. Do you really think Deshaun Watson is looking at what Cleveland's doing to Baker Mayfield and saying to himself, yeah, I'm going to get out of the frying pan and jump into the fire. Yeah. No or, way. Or looking at the, the Jimmy Haslam, the, the, the owner who was ripping off truckers. Right, <laughs> like, come on, bro. What hardworking American people ripping them off for billions of dollars? Okay, but, but, okay. So Baker <laughs> has a right to be upset, right? But, right, and 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 he he sort of 
this is a guy that's he's like the Lewis Black of football. You know, the comedian Lewis yeah. Black, who's always like pointing and yelling. Yeah, I always look at Baker Mayfield. I was like, man, this guy's always pissed off. Now he has an actual reason to be pissed. Yes, off. but the, not a manufactured okay. one. So a real one. Some of it is his doing why they're out searching for a new replacement. Some of it is his doing. Some of it is the franchise is doing. But here's the thing that I've noticed is that quarterbacks at this point in time, there's a bunch of mad quarterbacks in the last year. You got Kyler Murray, who's still apparently upset. Carson Wentz, who was upset in Philly. Aaron Rodgers, who was upset last year. Baker Mayfield, who's upset and wants to trade now. Uh, Russell Wilson was upset. Deshaun Watson upset. Guess what? The There's a common denominator and a common theme between all of this. And then there's some other quarterbacks as well. The theme is, is that quarterbacks are being treated like everybody else on the roster and they don't like it. They actually have enough cachet, cap space and and to to like disturb the peace enough where they do have to be traded. Like you can't have the leader of your team be disgruntled and keep him there. So and when I say they're being treated like everybody else on the roster, Everybody else on the roster, they're always trying to find your replacement. Like, right. they'll go watch. You can be the uh, Devontae Adams, and the Packers are still going to go watch pro days for the top wide wide receivers, even though they particularly won't draft one. But, <laughs> but other teams will. You're the starting tight end? Don't worry. We're going to go look at tight ends. <laughs> You're the starting tackle? We're going to go look at tackle. Just in case we can get a good one that might be a little bit cheaper. And we'll pass you on. Dude, the the, the Seattle Seahawks didn't even tell Bobby Wagner, their greatest linebacker and one of their top three or four greatest players of all all time. It's like Walter Jones, Russell Wilson, and, and, and him. And then you go down to like Richard Sherman, Cam Chancellor, some Steve Largent. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I forgot about Largent. I apologize. I apologize. Um, um, he so wrote but, to white people everywhere. <laughs> but, yeah, but they, I mean, if, if you think about it, right, Ralph? Yeah. This is why they're upset because they're getting treated like everybody else on the roster. I'm not saying that how they're being treated is right because the difference between players now and then is back in the day is, is that players now want to be treated and are going to force you to treat them like human beings is particularly if they have any leverage. So they are they are not going to let you just treat them any old kind of kind of way. They'll be like, "Listen, you're you're not treating me with the respect and the human element that I deserve, so I won't out." What's human though? Isn't like isn't hating your boss as equally human as feeling valued <laughs> and respected? I feel I feel like it's two sides of the the same coin. I feel like you have uh, more of a, an issue of the dichotomy of like being treated like a god and, and someone in your organization treats you like a commodity. And you're like, well, th- those two things don't match up. I'm a two-time NFL MVP with thousands of people chanting my name and cheering my name at every single game. What do you mean you're not also going to kiss the ring? Just no, but it, it's not even kiss the ring. You it's, shouldn't be a fan of me as well. No, no, no. See, I don't even look at look at look at that. So that specifically, Aaron Rodgers, right? So wouldn't wouldn't the human element thing to to, to do? Yo, we're gonna draft. Pick up the phone. We're gonna draft Jordan Jordan Love. I notice you're not happy about it. I just want to give you a a heads up the way you're not blindsided by it. Or a couple days prior, you know, we're if. Listen, if things fall a certain way in the draft, there is a possibility that we that we do take this kid. I mean, like I I understand the the idea of asking for forgiveness instead of asking for permission. But there's an element to it where, like, there's some stuff that you're going to break things in the process. And then your and then your plan doesn't work out like it did with Aaron Rodgers. Or like it did with Russell Wilson when they showed up at Josh Allen's pro day, the the main Seahawks people, and you're like, why why would you be there? 
you know, and then they they've done other things since like they called and asked about Justin Herbert. They were sniffing around Oregon about Justin Herbert. So they've been thinking about getting rid of Russ for a minute. And he's clearly in his prime still. And you're like, hold up. This makes no sense. So these types of non-human things, not not granted, it, it is a business and all of that. But Ralph, here's the question. Are people, are fans starting to, because they used to only side with ownership. They're like, yo, this guy's being too greedy, this and that. I'm seeing a shift to where people see this as employer-employee issues and workplace issues that they have in their own life rather than millionaire-billionaire problems. Well, you kind of have to because it's 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 forced on you. It's forced on you, right? Like so many people are unsatisfied and perhaps, perhaps the level of dissatisfaction in the NFL right now is relative to the rest of the country. The whole great resignation that's happening, the big changes that, that a lot of people are making in their lives. Shit, I'm living in a state that I had never even visited before 14 months ago. So there are a lot of people that seemingly just want change, whether it's Tom Brady going from New England and ending that chapter to to go to Tampa Bay or Deshaun Watson wanting out when he did or Matt Stafford wanting out when he did or Russ Wilson wanting out when he did or now Baker Mayfield and Carson Wentz. It's so frequent that you've been confronted with the reality so much that you can't be in denial. You can't just deal with your individual situation and say, well, it's only me, especially if you're a multi-sport fan and you've been watching this happen in the NBA for such a long time. So many people like to believe that like, oh, if I only had that money, then it wouldn't matter how you treat me. You could spit on me. You could wipe your feet on my shirt and it, 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 it wouldn't it matter like that. There's a pr- there there's a price on my dignity, but the truth of the matter is, it it is pretty much a workplace issue, and there are no monetary substitutes for feeling valued, for feeling wanted. It works that way in college football recruiting, which is why you see the hyperactive transfer portal. It works that way in the NBA, which is why you see stars bounce from team to team to team, looking for that superstar um, three. Uh, three-sided biblical cord <laughs> that's going to work for yeah. them or whatever. And it's and it's why you're seeing it in football now. And it's really nice to see the average fan get confronted with the reality of the fact that these are just human beings because for the longest time it was spoiled athlete. That could never be me. But now you're watching people all over the country jump from job to job to job, from place to place to place, just trying to figure out how they can spend the limited amount of time they have on this earth in a state of some semblance of satisfaction action or feeling valued or going back to what your your core values are. Now, at the same time, it could be a matter of people with massive egos. What I'm more concerned about is from the ownership end, how in the world can your football team work the same way as a Circle K job where two of the managers are complete schmucks? How? How could the Browns... <laughs> could the Browns have screwed things up as badly as they did? How could the Houston Texans have screwed things up as badly as they did? How could the Cardinals ownership be calling Chris Mortensen to badmouth their franchise quarterback in Kyle Murray? Why'd the Browns do the same exact thing and tell Mort that, that Baker Mayfield wasn't an adult? Why? Why are people so inept that they have to go out and get their story out and go, go to the media and get things out on background? Why can't you handle things in house? Why don't people have emotional intelligence? Why? At that level, with that amount of money involved, can you not just find people who could be just normal for two fucking seconds and not be giant weirdos? No, you are. It's upsetting. It makes it. It makes me feel hopeless. Like I'm. I. I am absolutely blessed to work alongside you because I don't. I don't have that situation where I'm like Jesus Christ. I could do George job better than him. Like there's no, you know. But but I've, I've worked in situations where I've been like my manager is a weirdo. I cannot believe they elevated him. I can't believe they don't see what I see. Yeah. But, but how is that happening at the NFL with this much money at stake with this many good people? Because they hire people that they like and that they know instead of hiring the best available person, they don't know what they're looking for in head coaches and general managers. The owners don't because they know how to find people who are good at their job in real life. 
And sometimes they don't even know how to do that in their industry. They'll go through a couple of CFOs or a couple of COOs or a couple of high level managers, you know, global partner manager or whatever. They'll go through a couple of them prior to finding the right people. So it's the same thing. And then they don't want to be the owner that's meddling and they, they, they get in their head. They don't know what's going on. And they just, a lot of them are in it for the tax write-off. I just think about last year with say like the Arizona Cardinals had a mid teens draft pick and they draft Zayvon Collins, a linebacker from Tulsa. And in the press conference, they say he's starting the linebacker that we are actually paying all our money to doesn't Bro. even have the opportunity to compete to start. Stu- that's stupid. Like, like and that then it is- turned out Zayvon Collins wasn't ready. And now the fans are mad at him because he had the expectation Dude, set that he didn't you even have to never- earn the job. Exactly. You should have to earn the job. And when teams do that, I'm telling you, because I was on a team that did it in Jacksonville, where they just gave Reggie Williams and Matt Jones spots instead of making them earn it, go to special teams meetings, all of that stuff. That changes the whole dynamic of the team, dude. It is not good. But the NCAA tournament, though, bro, which the NFL hijacked as we're talking about this first. (laughs) um, It's our lead. We're like, damn it, the NFL, but we'll participate. Yeah. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount+, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the south side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn. Alliances will shift. And danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash shot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. And so St. Peter's versus Kentucky yesterday. Um, I think that this is the biggest upset in college basketball history. I think it's bigger than I think it's bigger than UMBC beating Virginia a couple years ago. And the and the reason why is because of this is when you look at St. Peter's, which me, just like everybody else, had to Google to see where it where it was, or did you know where I it did, was? I no, I, I I consider myself an absolute sports junkie, and I did not know that St. Peter's was in Jersey City. I had literally, I knew it existed peripherally, but I had I, no I had idea never, where. dude. I my my first guess was like, sounds like a city in Florida. So, sounds like a city in like you know in one of the Carolinas or something. 
like, or so, around Boston, one of the Catholic places. Yeah, I didn't even go to Boston. I was like, ah, I think it's southish. It feels feel southish, but nope. It's from Jersey. It is a small Jesuit school. Ralph, what what does a big endowment look like at a school? Oh my gosh, uh, the B word, right? We're talking about like Stanford. We we used to make fun of Stanford for cutting like rowing and other sports. Yeah, when the when when they just had like a billion on hand that they could throw around if they M- needed to. More than that, dude. dude yeah. Stan- Stan- Stanford's endowment is in the double digits or hundred billion. Like it's it's stupid. Um, now, now, okay, so. Now, what do you think that the University of Kentucky's endowment is as of I'm June 30th, 2021? I'm assuming it's rather large because it's pretty much the only thing that state has. And I'm not I'm not like insulting the state of Kentucky. It's been that way since I was a kid. Kentucky is like uh, Louisville. That's nice. You have your thing. But the University of Kentucky is the pride of the state of Kentucky. That and a horse race. Okay, so Kentucky's endowment, and my my mind you, endowments are not just that. Like for for some schools, endowments can't be used for for sports because they're earmarked for other things to help grow the university and like. But it's they're usually they, an indicator of access to capital. Correct, correct. So Kentucky's endowment is two point one billion dollars as of June thirtieth. Texas A&M, which has the largest public like power five or the the largest endowment of any public school. Right. Eighteen billion dollars endowment for Stanford, twenty eight billion dollars. Okay, Yeah. Guess what the endowment for this thirty five hundred student school St. Peter's is. Uh, two loaves of bread and five fish. Basically, there are probably <laughs> players on Kentucky's team that have bigger NIL deals than their than their basketball budget, probably. So, oh, for sure, I've seen some of the stuff they did for Ty Ty Washington yeah. out of the state of Arizona. Like, I'm, I would absolutely guarantee that that's the truth. Thirty-seven million dollars. <laughs> so when you look at David and Goliath, this is one of the biggest upsets of all time. And when you look at point spreads, okay, found some information that the largest spread upsets since the tournament, largest spread upsets since the tournament expanded to 64 teams in 1985. The biggest was Norfolk State, who 15 beat Missouri. They were a 25 and a half point dog. UMBC beat Virginia, number one seed, and number one overall seed, 20, uh, 20 and a half points. Santa Clara, number 15, beat Arizona in 1993. You know who was on that Santa Clara team, don't you? Yeah, Steve Nash. There um, you go. And in, uh, in 1997, Coppin State beat South Carolina 18 and a half, and then St. Peter's was an 18 and a half point dog against... Kentucky, but like I wonder, I what, know bu- I wonder U- what Buffalo was when they beat Arizona back when in when they had DeAndre Ayton. I feel like that that had to be close, yeah, to making that top five. But I just say that this was, I mean, and then we saw last year we saw some big upsets uh, from the team from uh, from what was it, Abilene Christian. Yeah. Like, so so we we've seen it, but in terms of David and Goliath, I think that this might be. One of the biggest ones of all, if not the biggest. Or do you consider UMBC bigger? Because it, it's the uh, only time a 16s beat a one. It really depends on how you think about it. Because Virginia, won, didn't they win it all the next year? Yes. So, in retrospect, plus UMBC went on quite a run. I consider the t- I consider like the pluckiest underdogs to be George Mason and UMBC because they actually like did something. They they kept winning. So I, I think it kind of depends on would you consider it a bigger upset if they turn around and got blasted tomorrow? Mm, maybe, maybe 
or because if a team goes out and proves it that they're worthy, then does it lessen the sting of the upset? Yes, it definitely does. It definitely okay, does. so then so then I think that this has a potential to be bigger than the UMBC one because UMBC went on a run. Mm, makes sense. All right. Um, now, but you got to talk to Shaheen Holloway on your show. Yes, was that? that's what I was getting ready to bring, bring up, dude. So Shaheen Holloway, when I first heard his name when he was coaching when we were watching the game, I was like, hold up, this name, this name, this name. And then I'm like, didn't what's he in the McDonald's All-American game? I think he was the MVP of the McDonald's All-American game. And then I'm like, yep, same year as Kobe and Jermaine O'Neal. And then he went to, he picked Seton Hall over pretty much everybody. And then in 2000, this fool hit the game winning shot against Oregon when he was at Seton Hall. And that's why he was burned into my brain. I was like this damn name, but it was super dope, dude. He said he was, he was like, we knew that we could compete. That, that I told my guys that if we can get past the first seven minutes, we're going to beat these dudes. Okay. And hell That's they a nice did. sentiment. They did it. They pulled it off. But what see see here's the thing that I notice about teams that go deep that ups upset and win in the tournament. First thing is there's not a lot of familiarity with their personnel, right? Right. Number number one. Like, so yes, they got a chance to watch some film, but they haven't played against them. And but the, the the thing is, first of all, they have, you know, guys 22, 23 playing against, you know, 19-year-olds and 18-year-olds. That's the first thing. Second thing is, is that they usually have enough height and big men who can score and rebound. Like, you don't, like, like they may not be Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, but they can hold up. Because if you look at the, at the, the big men from, like, Richmond, the big man from who upset the 12-5 yesterday. Look at the big man from New Mexico State upset yesterday. And you look at the uh, the uh, the St. Peter's big man. They're all tall, skinny. They're athletic. They can they can jump. They can score around. But when you look at Kentucky and all of them, they're big men. Bro, they are full. Like they look like defensive ends. So, so, and, but they find a way to be able to, to hold up. And, and that Saint was why, has seven, St. Peter's has seven guys, six, seven or above. That's what I'm saying, dude. So that length matters. And that's why, so when you're looking for upsets, here's it, here's the trick people. Just so you know, you need at least two guards who can score the basketball. And then big men who can rebound, run the floor and at least one of them that can knock down some shots. Just telling you. Is it weird to you that the that that St. Peter's is like 13 black guys and Doug Edert? <laughs> and yes. Doug is the one that got all of the got all the love. Dude, dude, because Doug hit two big three clutch three-pointers. He wasn't the highest scorer in the game. I think he had 20, 20 off the bench while somebody else the one of the starters, I forgot his name, had 27. But out of the big upsets yesterday, aside from St. Peter's, I was intrigued by the um, New Mexico State win because that kid that they have that transferred from Nebraska, he was fantastic. But here is what happens every single year I watch the tournament, Ralph. And I know that other people are like like this. Every single year I come in with with my bracket with who I think is going to win and who I who, you know, I'm generally pulling for. And then some kind of way during that, I I end up rooting against my own bracket. Every time like that's funny, I picked Kentucky to win, but in the game, I'm pulling for them to lose. And the same thing with with Richmond. I got all in on them. I wanted New Mexico State to win. And then I'm like, bro, I do this every single year. I pick a bracket and then I find myself rooting against it. And I'm like, I don't even care. I don't even care. Okay, so here's my question. A guy like Doug Edert, who's a junior, right? He's probably not going to the NBA. He's 6'2", 185. He's playing in the shadow of his hometown. He scores 20 in the conference championship, follows it up 
by scoring 20 against Kentucky. He grew a mustache. He's usually a clean-cut dude, but now he's a star. Uh, in the age of NIL, he did he go. just make himself money to go play at Kentucky? That's a good point, bro. And the question are these it, auditions? It, are it, these it, free agent auditions? Because I know for a fact, like Shaheen Holloway, he's going to be like the, this year's Shaka Smart. Like it has always, it has literally always worked that way for coaches. Always. That is a you got South Carolina firing Frank. They're going to have an opening. Like there's going to be people looking for who the next big splashy name is to hire as a coach. Now in NIL, if you go off in the NCAA tournament in front of everybody, are you auditioning for your next team? Yes. The answer is yes. I mean, there's, there's never been more incentive to do it than there, than there is now. I mean, just, just look at New Mexico state, right? They, they have a junior on their team named Teddy Allen. Teddy, Teddy Allen, his, so he's a junior. His first year, he was at West Virginia in 2017, 2018. Then he didn't resurface again until 2020, 2021. I don't know what, what his situation was at Nebraska. So he averaged seven points a game. He averaged seven, two and seven and two, seven points, two rebounds when he was at West Virginia as a freshman. He goes to Nebraska. There's three years in between, and he averages 16 and a half points, uh, 4.7 rebounds, almost two assists, and a steal a game, right? Then he transfers from Nebraska to New Mexico State, averages a dub, and averages 20 points, almost seven rebounds, and almost three assists a game. So now if you are... Teddy Allen, are you on the move again? Because I mean, granted, he could he could have some history because that may be why you know some of these moves were were made because he was good at Nebraska. So why would you leave? You know what I mean, like why would you leave to go? But anyways, people make different decisions for different reasons. But I just find it very interesting. Oh, he's from Arizona. Oh, he's from he's oh he's from Phoenix. So, but but will he be at Arizona next year? Can't hear you, Ralph. I'm muted so that you didn't have to hear me sipping on Mike's Harder Blood Orange. It tastes like uh, tastes like table cleaner, but I do like Black Cherry in case they want to sponsor the podcast. Just you need to improve the formula on the Blood Orange is what I'm saying. It's Friday, (laughs) and like your buddy at Nike, I don't work today. So anyway, it's a your athleticism is what you're selling. It's a limited resource. It makes sense to me that you would want to cash in on it. Um, so I I I fully understand, and I'm, it got me thinking when you were talking just now that you know these Kentucky players they got their NIL deals. Well, they're going out against a whole team that knows that they're on a national stage and is literally playing to put food on the table. It's the difference now between you know, want to talk about the team that's hungrier. It's literal hunger. The team that got paid versus the team that's in a free agent year. It could just make the tournament more exciting. I don't know. I know that people aren't going to like it if you're a St. Peter's fan um, or whatever. I I know that I know that it's a rich, richer business, but look at what the L.A. Dodgers just did. Like, that's just the way of the world. So I don't know. I'm excited to see how the rest of the tournament goes. I'm interested to see if it results in some type of math free agency within basketball, which already exists because basketball was out of control before the transfer portal ever got football fans riled up. Um, but it, it'll, it'll be really interesting to me to see if some of these St. Peter's players end up at different schools because of what they did together, um, which would be a bummer because I'd love to see them run it back. And, and I like the idea of colleges making a name for themselves the way that like a Creighton has or Gonzaga or a St. Mary's. You know, when you become known as a basketball school, I feel like New Mexico State's one of them. Um, you become known as a basketball school, then you get to be part of that whole, you know, basketball culture. You don't need to be part like in football. You got to be part of part of a big time conference, right? In yep. basketball, you just have to be known for in, in the same as any other industry. You have to be known for like this is what we produce. So like people might not know this, but Utah State is a great school if you're going into aerospace engineering. Right. So like that's Mm. some of these schools are getting known for basketball, 
Yeah. And, and that's really exciting to me. And so it'd be kind of a bummer to see people uh, jump ship. Uh, but that's the way of the world. And I support hey, everybody getting hey, paid because hey. it's a limited resource. Nobody's going to be mad at Shaheen Holloway for 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 no. taking a raise from whatever he's making to a million bucks next. He is next making one hundred fifty thousand. Yeah, so and when, when, when he's making 1.5 ne- next year, nobody's going to begrudge him for doing it. They're going to be no, like, they'll uh, say he earned it. Yeah. And now didn't did, didn't eat it or didn't the other kid or didn't Teddy, um, Teddy, Teddy Allen, didn't he earn it too? The answer is yes, absolutely. Um, now, oh, now, because we're going to save this, there are games today, right? As we are yeah. recording in the books already is the Ohio State beat Loyola Chicago, Auburn uh, beat up Jackson State. USC. There's eight minutes left, but you could say that Texas Tech's in the books. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. They're up by almost 40, 40 points. Uh, per- Purdue is going to beat Yale. Um, yeah, that one that one's in the books. Delaware Villanova still in the first half, two point game. Miami USC is going on. So give me your quick pr- predictions. Villa Villanova or Delaware? I, I'm going to say Villanova. I got Villanova too, but um, Miami or but it's going to be a squeaker. Miami or USC. I can't go against the Pac-12. I know I know that USC is not constructed all that well as a team, but I'm not. It's I'm not going to do it. USC. Me too. Um, Notre Dame or Alabama. <sighs> Alabama had a much tougher road to get here. Notre Dame has tasted winning a little bit more. I know there's some people that don't believe Notre Dame should have even been in the situation that they were in, and maybe it should have been Texas A&M. But I like Alabama. I like Notre Dame. Um, Virginia Tech or Texas? Hot hand. Hot hand. I, I got to go with Virginia Tech. And I know that people will say, like, you're really just going to go off of what they did in the in the tournament. Why would you fall for that trick? Because I'm a sucker, and that's what I do. So I'm going <laughs> with the team that won the tournament. All right, Chattanooga. At, oh, oh, I'm going with Virginia Tech, too. Uh, Chattanooga, Illinois. I just kind of always root against uh, Illinois. Uh, in, in the Damn, why are we on the same page, bro? I'm taking Chattanooga. I like it. Uh, Cal State, Fullerton, and Duke. <laughs> For the sake of my bracket, Duke, please. But wow, it would be funny to see uh, Cal State, Fullerton, um, in the shadow of the Anaheim Angels. <laughs> a win over Coach K in his last ever game. It would yeah, be no. funny to me. Nope, nope, nope. Duke will win. Uh, Iowa State, LSU. I got Iowa State. I'm going to go opposite you, and I'm going to go with LSU. Is probably feels like they're out from under the, the, the cloud of Will Wade. Uh, my One of my next-door neighbor's nephew is Will Wade, and he has not made eye contact for the last few days. <laughs> so, right. Wright State, Arizona. This is easy, Arizona. Yeah, Arizona all the way. Um, UAB in Houston. I root for UAB in almost everything, but I really like Houston, so I'm gonna I'm gonna roll with them. I got Houston too. Davidson over, uh, I'm sorry, Davidson, M- Michigan State. I got Davidson. I like their uh, player. Oh my God, it's I, I think he's Chinese, right? I think so. Yeah, yeah, that kid. So yeah, um, <laughs> that kid. <laughs> So I want to see him do well. So yeah, I'm that school going. only has like like three thousand enrollment. It's, it's oh no, uh, no 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 I'm sorry he is Korean. So okay, so, so I'm don't glad you me. corrected yourself. Yes yes because that that could be a bad bad look. Yes I do know the difference between Chinese people and Asian people. Stop. Um, Chinese and Asian. <laughs> He's struggling, man. I'm gonna stop. Um, Colgate in Wisconsin. Uh, I Wisconsin's really good, really good. But my daughter picked Colgate because it's the name on her toothpaste. So I'm gonna roll with her. Um, that's another podcast you chose Colgate toothpaste. But anyways, um, TCU or Seton Hall? <laughs> well, uh, Seton Hall. Since we were talking about him earlier, but I I don't want to get too into this. But I bet you you use some like straight up 
baking powder <laughs> toothpaste. I use Dr. Bronner's. That's <laughs> is it just comes out in like a powder form? No, it no, it doesn't, dude. And it's cinnamon flavored. They have cinnamon, they have peppermint, they even have black licorice for nasty people. Um <laughs> Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at FoxSportsRadio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash the shot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash ConcertWeek to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. All right. Uh, last thing we have up today, controversial topic. University of Pennsylvania swimmer Leah Thomas is a transgender athlete. She is competing at the NCAA championships right now. Um, and Friday morning, this morning, uh, she finished a second in the 200 yard freestyle. So she's the second seed. The only person who finished behind in front of her is uh Stanford junior and Canadian Olympian Taylor Ruck. And um, yeah. And yesterday she won Taylor Ruck state of Arizona, by the way. Yep. And Taylor Ruck, I covered, I covered her in, uh, in high school. Hmm. Z, you love your Arizona people. I but, do. Um, I Leah Thomas became the first transgender athlete to win a Division I national championship on Thursday after she captured the 500 freestyle. Uh, there were protests out, outside. And now this is a debate that we've had in my, in my house because we have a 22-year-old daughter who is in college. She uh, she. You know, she's very outspoken about people and their rights and all of this stuff. So we've had some very spirited debates about this. And right. even she is conflicted about this. And I understand the conflict because people are like, hold up. People should be able to compete, right? Yeah. However, we it is very well known. It is just a fact. Men are stronger than women physically. And mind right. you, yes, there are men who are, we're talking about in general, that physically our, our muscles de develop differently. 
we have more testosterone, all of this stuff. This doesn't mean that a, that a female athlete like Serena Williams is not one of the greats of all time. Like it, you, it, it's like comparing eras, but, but I believe Ralph that in the case of transgender athletes, particularly uh, those who used to identify as males now are who are competing in female sports. Mm -hmm. I'm out on that. I'm not out on it the other way around. Like, like if Diana Taurasi wanted to go play in the NBA, got no problem with, 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 with that. It's, it's like, you can always play up, but you can't play down. If that makes sense. Like kind of like in kids sports where like, that's what I was going to say as a parent, as a parent who is like kids sports where they put like weight limits on stuff. Yeah. Or um, regardless where they like take gender out of it completely and they only use weight. You wouldn't want a 160 pound kid playing in a league that, that is 110 pounds or less. Correct. And my son is 10 years old, but he plays 12 U. So you can always play up, but he can't play down in nine U. And Leah Thomas, who was semi-competitive on, on, on the men's bracket, would you is that a, is that a fair assessment? An above-average swimmer, yeah, yeah, a good but, swimmer even, but but not good enough to be an elite male swimmer. Correct. Yeah. So then now goes to go compete with the women, and now is a national champion. And this has sparked mm-hmm. a lot of debate. Now, I believe that, and, and I know that people take take hormones, that there's things that they can monitor and check with hormone levels and, and all of that. But I'm a believer that because of the genetic differences, and I know that there are, you know, cases like Kit Caster, Semenya, and all of that, who was the track track runner, there are hermaphrodite situations, all of that. So I'm not trying, I'm not counting those situations. I'm talking about a standard transgender situation. I believe that you should have to compete in the sport as the sex that you were born as. Because it creates an unfair advantage. And I and I know for for me, because I asked my daughter, who is very, very liberal on these issues and all of this stuff. She has friends that are and. I and and I would be upset because when she played tennis, I would be upset if she were going to go compete for a a tournament championship, not even a national championship, if then she had to play against a, a a transgender athlete who was formerly a male. Now, when, when they're like 10, 12 years old, I don't care. But but once they get, once that maturity, puberty starts kick, kicking in and all that, I, I, I just, I think it's a tough situation. The answers are tough because people will, will say, well, then where are they supposed to compete? And I'm like, I don't know. I don't know the answer, but I know that this is not fair. Right. And... I mean, the size is a factor here. Emma Wyant, who Leah Thomas beat in, it was the 500 freestyle. Um, Emma Wyant is an Olympic silver medalist. Came home, trained for the NCAA championships, I think is part of the University of Virginia's team, if I'm not mistaken, and ends up finishing up to... Leah Thomas in in the NCAA championships in this particular event. Couple of things on this. Thing number one is I'm now seeing Emma Wyant lifted up by the um, conservative uh, grift machine as their latest champion in the culture wars. Right? I'm not sure she wants that. She who knows what what Emma Wyant's thoughts are on this. Maybe they're out there. But the idea that like a Charlie Kirk or conservative politicians who are elected officials be using this as an example to rally more people to their side um, is not the right thing. The, the truth of the matter is 
we spend almost all our time with technology outpacing legislation. Always. There's always, you don't legislate something unless you are trying to address an issue that exists. Yeah. Leah Thomas as a transgender athlete who has a physical advantage and is much taller and longer and bigger. And we know how that type of stuff affects, you know, swimmers. Tim Duncan could have been a world champion, you know, with the way Michael Phelps, with the way that his, his body was compared to other swimmers gave him a huge advantage. You know, I think that there are a lot of people who believe that, you know, there, there are issues of gender being selected at birth. There are issues of uh, hermaphroditism and there's issues of, you know, people not believing that they, they are the, the, um, the gender that they were assigned and, and they want to feel included in society. And what Leah Thomas has said is if they're going to let me swim, I'm going to swim. And I don't have a problem with that at all. I don't have a problem with that either. Like, so like, like if, if, if so, they're gonna would you al- say, so, a- a- allow it, then, you know, right. So is Lee Thomas's championship a championship? Cause I think it is. If it's allowed, it's allowed. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a, no, it is a championship because technically she won. But so if you're Mark Emmert though, what do you do. If you're the NCAA competition committee in swimming, it's too late. Do? They, they let her compete already. It's too late. But do you react now? No. Do you, you need react it to now? be pro- no, no, absolutely not. This was already an issue prior to prior to the competition. You knew it. So you either needed to address right. it then. I mean, but but like this is the thing is that is that people don't really want to have these hard con- conversations because they because they they'll they'll turn it into Oh, this person hates transgender people. This person hates transgender athletes. This person hates this. No, this is about competition and fairness, right? And I mean, it's 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 just like it's the reason why there are weight classes in boxing. While there is, you know, like there's women's basketball versus men's basketball. It's just different. And and, I've and heard until people we say get like, some well, sort of we need to give transgender athletes their own uh, category. Here's the deal. There's not enough. That's what I was going to say. There's not enough. This is an anomaly, George. Like everybody is furious about a thing that's probably maybe not going to happen again for like 25 more years, if ever. No, no, no. And I, 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 I and believe I want- it's going to come up more than. And, and here's. I'm not going to say that. Never mind. I don't hear. I'm, I'm just going to put this out there. I do not believe that it's an incentive. I don't. I don't think that there are people out there who are like Johnny Knoxville, the ringer or Juana man who are like, this is my ticket. Making my, my putting a target on my back, making my whole life hell so that I can win a prize. Is, and I whoa, think anybody. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Now that. I disagree with. I do believe that because you we think that there's people who you think that there's people who never, ever, 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 ever in their lives had a thought that they were born a different gender who would then make up their mind that they were born up a different gender just to be able to place higher in their sports. Hold on. And before I answer that question, I want to preface this by saying. That, I believe, would be the overwhelming minority. I'm talking about fractional percentages, right? But we do. Because not, but, not only on, would it on, have on, to be Ralph, somebody. Ralph, haven't we seen people that are willing to like fake birth certificates? They are willing to do all sorts of. They're willing to take take PEDs. They're willing to do whatever it takes to win, right? They're They're willing to Tanya Harding people. Like they are with there are a certain minority of people who are willing to like literally kill to win, like murder people to win an event. So if there are people who are willing to murder people to win and mind you, how many people do you think that there are willing to murder people to win? Like actually murder them. It happens. That's why murder exists. I no, mean, no. I, I mean, I'm saying like in the world of sports, like like in professional sports, how many people do you think are willing to act or in some sort of high level competition are actually willing to murder somebody to win? 
it's an extreme minority, but there's yes, there are people out there like Ray Carruth who don't have a conscience, but that say like, but that's if, my if point. If I can get rid of this baby mama, I can live my life without a worry. But that's what I'm saying is that is that is that while that would be the overwhelming minority, there is somebody that will do that. But don't we owe it to ourselves to at least have the conversation to figure out if that's what Leah Thomas? What if Leah Thomas just likes swimming? I'm not. I'm not uh, saying that that's what happened. I'm. I am not in any way, shape, or form suggesting that that's what happened in this situ situation. I am merely saying that this creates an unfair advantage, and that this creates a situation where where the entire field is disenfranchised for for one person. And I think that we need to find a solution that is equitable. And and until we do, I don't know what we do. Like, I don't know how we keep along the the same situation. Does the situation change if you wear the shoes? That's what I want to know. Does the situation change if you put yourself in those shoes and you have somebody who loves a particular thing and they, you know, it could be a kid, it could be a nephew, it could be a cousin, it could just be a friend's kid. Because, like, you just, before we even got on air, you did something for me and my family and my kid that, like, made me want to cry, right? Like, you have the people in your life who are down to ride for you and only want you to flourish but want the people in your life to flourish. So what if it's somebody in your life? I'm not asking you to imagine it's your kid, but what if it's somebody in your life who has something that they love more than anything in the world, but they don't feel like they were the, they're, they're represented. They don't feel like their body parts represent them. They go through a transition. NCAA rules allow for them to compete. And it just happens. They smoke the living shit out of everybody that they're competing against because it was something that they were dedicated to. And now they have a physical advantage. We don't know Leah Thomas, so it's easy for us to go out and talk about it. But what if it is somebody do you know? Then is it off limits? I don't know. It, no, it's dude, one of those things I, where I like would have, is, does I it would, change the closer you get? Dude, I got a chance to ask some transgender people about this. Two two in particular. And I asked this question to them about it. And they both agreed that it wasn't that they didn't think that they should be able to compete in the same situation. It sucks. And there does need to be some sort of um, some sort of so solution because just not being able to, to to compete. That's not American and fair and all of that as that's not American and fair and all of that as well. But I've I've asked and that's that's what they said as well. But before we wrap up the show, Ralph, have you seen Twitter? Yes, I just saw Twitter and I have to go apologize to Browns fans. Deshaun Watson, in a shocking change of events, plans to waive his no trade clause <clears throat> to go to the Cleveland Browns, according to Ian Rappaport. And, uh, oh my God. <laughs> and... Field Yates and, and everybody else. Oh my God, bro. And so here we are talking about the NCAA swimming championships and, uh, and NCAA basketball. And now Deshaun Watson has sucked all the oxygen out of the room. NFL is King. There is no escaping it. Just bow down to your football overlords. And it'll be five picks. Apparently, according to Charles Robinson, um, reporter for Yahoo says it'll be three first round picks and two additional picks on day two or three from the Browns, bro. I cannot believe that that is, but I didn't see how the saints or Falcons was even possible. Anyway, cap cap space, their teams are terrible. <clears throat> and now the Browns are like, ha, ha. and now he gets a wait, what the, um, bro, there's no way there's no way that that's right. Bro, there's no, bro, there's no way that the, bro, there's no way that this money is right. There's no way. There's no way. What are they giving him? Oh my God. <clears throat> so they Ian, gave him a raise? Yes, because it. Um, Isn't Deshaun Watson getting an inappropriate raise what put us in the situation in the first place? Wow. Wow. 
Well, he'll, or we should he'll, end the podcast. He'll have he'll have plenty of money to if he ends up settling any of these lawsuits. So Ian Rappaport said, fully guaranteed five year, two hundred thirty million dollar contract. That's eighty million dollars more than the previous record for fully guaranteed money at signing, which was one hundred fifty million. Oh my god, bro! So this raise should definitely cover any settlement. Oh my God, bro. Place. I can't even breathe right now. Oh, <laughs> all right. You guys, that's right. They're wrong. I'm George Reister. He's Ralph Azer. We have to regroup. Peace out. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.